0: Go to MindfulParentingCourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's MindfulParentingCourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama Podcast, episode number 319. Today, we're talking about how to avoid burnout Welcome to the Mindful Mama Podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark-Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome back to the Mindful Mama podcast. I am so glad you are here today. This is such an important topic because we end up there, right? We can end up in this kind of like crazy burnt out place, and so I really don't want that to happen to you. That's what we're going to talk about today in this kind of mindful parenting short episode, little mini episodes that I do on Fridays. And I would, hey, I'd love to know if you are enjoying these solo episodes. Uh, Are they resonating with you? Are they helping? Please let me know. You know, you can tag me at MindfulMamaMentor on Instagram, and I'd love to find out. Love to. But we are going to be talking about how to avoid burnout today. And this is for you, you know, do you ever sacrifice your own well-being to take care of others? And if this is you, chances are you are actually doing more harm than good and this can be hard to hear but you know you know that cliche like oxygen mask analogy right we go in the airplane they ask us to they always give us the safety protocol and we have to you know put on our own oxygen mask before we put on our child's and let's just just take a minute to think about why they tell us to do this why right because if you don't take care of yourself first put on your own oxygen mask first you could literally pass out and die right so there's really really good reason they need to tell us that again and again taking care of yourself is not selfish right it is actually our responsibility but this is a hard thing to tell us in this society because it goes against cultural beliefs that are handed down to us by patriarchal systems and cultures. I don't know anyone who has come from a matriarchy. So if so, maybe this doesn't apply to you. But like, generally, we are all we're all brought up in patriarchal cultures. And in patriarchal cultures, if you go back at some point in time in history, women were treated like property, like goods, right? Like our, our value is only in our being able to take care of our the children and the household. And women's wisdom, women's bodies, women's contributions are not valued and, and still aren't today, right? To a very large degree. But we hold this idea of like the cell holding up and an a pedestal, this self sacrificing woman is still, still there, right? It's still making its way into our little hearts and minds and, and causing some damage because it really can be doing more harm than good. So what happens, you know, when we get to a point of burnout, when we don't take care of ourselves, when we put everyone's needs ahead of ours, we don't take care of ourselves, we get to a place of burnout. What happens? We are then, we're yelling, Um, moms are, you know, or dads often are in exhaustion, particularly moms, right? We're not able to parent in the way we want to well. It has these terrible effects on women. Women don't end up don't taking care of our our physical health, our mental health. We don't get doctor's appointments, we don't take care of our, you know, gynecological health and things that should be taken care of can be missed. We are not shining our light in a way. We're not being an example and a model for our children of how to live in this world. Like we're only giving this tiny percentage of what we could give if we were healthy and balanced and peaceful and grounded. Right. And so we're not, it's not only a disservice to you and you're feeling terrible, you're exhausted, you may be feeling resentful of everyone around you, but also your child, because your child is not getting an example of how to value themselves, of how to how to balance work and life, to how, how to balance other people's demands, how to have boundaries in the world around things that are requested of you. So not only are you not, you know, maybe you're doing more things, maybe you're driving to more places, maybe you're fitting a lot in, but you're not modeling a healthy, balanced life. You're not giving in the capacity that you could truly give if you were f- fulfilled and balanced and healthy and well in all the different parts of your life, right? So it's so important to understand that if you neglect yourself for an extended period of time, you will experience burnout and you're no good to anyone. But it's not even about your value to others. You are valuable in and of yourself just because you are, not just because you're a mother or parent. You know, you have that intrinsic value to to all of us, right? So what are those signs of burnout? Are you, do you collapse in bed at the end of the day? Are you totally exhausted? Are you starting to feel resentment of your spouse or partner or of your child? Do you resent the people who ask you to volunteer for things? Uh, You know, maybe other family members. Maybe you can hardly get out of bed or you wake up and you're already exhausted when you wake up. It's a sign of burnout if caffeine is necessary to get through the day. If you forget to eat, are you forgetting to eat, you know, or maybe are you binging on Netflix or other distractions to avoid being alone with your thoughts? So these are all signs of burnout that you have been neglecting yourself for some period of time and you're starting to shine your light less brightly and less brightly. You're becoming dimmer and dimmer. And that is not good for you. It's not good for your child. Going down that martyrdom path leads to these things and it doesn't help anyone. What is self-care? I'm not talking about getting yourself the cool manicure stickers that you see on Instagram that I covet so much. (laughs) It's not that. That's not self-care. The new organic sweater is not self-care. Really, true self-care strengthens and deepens our connection with ourselves so we can understand how to meet our needs from a mental emotional and physical standpoint so i just want to say that again because it's so important that true self-care strengthens and deepens our connection with ourselves right we build awareness we build compassion we practice awareness we practice compassion, we water those good seeds in ourselves, not just so that we can serve others, but because we are intrinsically valuable as human beings ourselves, right? So what, how can you strengthen and deepen your connection with yourself? How can you do that? If you find you are at risk of burnout or you just feel like you want to take better care of yourself, self-care is the answer you're looking for. True self-care really, again, builds that connection with who you are, the core of your being, so that when the tides of life get rough, they will, you're anchored and you don't get swept away. And honestly, this is really important to me right at this moment because there's some stuff happening in my family. There's some medical health stuff happening with both my husband and one of my daughters. And I've had to spend a lot of time in medical settings over the last few days And I've had to take care of myself and to be able to be grounded, to be calm, to be here, and and able to manage these tides of life that are coming, right? Ultimately, a self-care practice will allow you to understand yourself. It can allow you to find your passion and purpose, and it will take you on the path to live a fulfilled life right it's powerful but it's also not easy to break bad habits especially if you have spent years putting other people's needs ahead of your own so I'm going to give you some tips on how you can start to treat yourself and take care of yourself. And I want you to take what resonates, take one or two of these that resonates and focus on them for a couple of weeks, right? So for mental health, you can relax, allow yourself to do nothing without a cell phone. You can meditate, practice a mindfulness meditation practice, get started. You can read an educational book with a focus on personal growth. You can listen to an educational podcast. This is not include news. You can play with your pet. You can cuddle with your partner. You can do something that makes you smile. You can create something artistic or play an instrument. You can listen to music you love. You can practice gratitude with a gratitude journal. We are supported by Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as Math Mysteries About True Histories. It's a weekly show full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. Maybe you need some more self-care ideas for emotional health, right? This could include forgiving someone you have been holding a grudge against, doing something that scared you, that you've always wanted to do, focusing on your own needs and goals instead of comparing them to others practicing compassion for yourself, taking a break from social media, allowing yourself to feel your feelings instead of running from them or distracting yourself. You could read a fictional book that lifts your spirits. You can take a break from technology, you can unplug. You can help someone and don't expect anything in return. You can practice positive affirmations, right? I love these. For example, I am enough. I am enough just as I am right in this moment. You can write down a few things you appreciate about yourself. Maybe you need uh, some ideas for physical health. You can practice deep, slow breathing, really start to lower that stress response. You can move to music you love. You can get a good night's sleep and value that and prioritize that for yourself. You can lift weights, go for a walk, play a sport, go outside, get some sunlight on your skin. Try yoga or other mindful movement practice. Also so good for your mental health, right? Eat lots of fruits and veggies. Eat unrefined foods. Look in the mirror and love your body as it is right now without judgment. You can sign up for that course you've always wanted. My self-care has helped me overcome debilitating panic attacks in my earlier life. It's helped me overcome neurotic thought patterns that were holding me back. It's helped me overcome an incredible temper and be a grounded, peaceful, positive role model for my kids. So what does it include? What do I do for my self-care personally? To take care of myself physically, I practice yoga at home. I wish I could go to a class I'm dying to. I go running like three times a week. I do body pump class, which is like Les Mills, like weightlifting thing. I love it. It's like helps me be strong, grounded, and fit. Go for walks with the dog. For my mental and emotional health, mindfulness meditation has been a huge game changer in my life. It really helps me to surf the inevitableness of life's waves and helps me to not go down those patterns of rumination, helps me to be present and tolerate all the different things life brings at me, helps me to be less reactive. It's so, so powerful. It's, I can't do without it. I also do a gratitude journal. Not all the time, but I do it. And I practice, intentionally practice gratitude often. I do affirmations. I practice some affirmations every morning when I do my meditation. I, sometimes I listen to them on Spotify. And I have the I Am app on my phone. And I look at affirmations on the toilet instead of Instagram. <laughs> so I practice all these things. I make also a priority for my social self-care to have time with friends. I joined a sailing club and I'm learning to do something that I, I've always wanted to learn. And I'm I'm doing it. I'm going out in the Delaware River with this, with all these like retired guys and women and sailing and learning how to sail. It's so cool and it's really filling me up. And I take time out. I go on retreats, we do screen free Sunday And I take time out every single morning for my mindfulness meditation. It makes a huge, huge difference. So I don't want you to continue to sacrifice yourself. I don't want you to head down this road to burnout. It's not going to help you. It's not helping your child. No one's going to give you bonus points or a little award in the afterlife for self-sacrificing. Sorry, it's not going to happen. And it's... You need to take care of yourself, to role model, valuing oneself for your children, and to be able to give to them what you really want to give to them. Now, I've put together a, an awesome self-care checklist. It's like a survey to see how you're doing on your self-care, and you can sign up and get it at mindfulmamamentor.com selfcare self-care. That's mindfulmamamentorcom slash self-care without the dash, self-care. And you can sign up to get that self-care checklist. And I would love for you to do that and see what your ah ahas are. How are you doing on this self-care? Maybe okay, maybe not. I want to know. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope that you are remembering that self-care is not selfish. It is your responsibility. It's how you show up in the world with greater ease, greater peace. That's how you shine your light more fully. And it matters. What you do matters. It matters to your child. It matters to your partner. It matters to everyone because we are interconnected. You know, what we do affects each other. So take care of yourself. It's so, so important for you to be able to show up for all the things you care about. Really, really, really matters. I hope this has helped you, my friend. I would love to hear some feedback and I'm wishing you the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you again soon. Namaste.
1: most thing that I was struggling with was yelling and even though I was reading all these parenting books and listening to webinars and doing all those things it wasn't changing in fact it was getting worse I'm able to pause a lot more before responding well, the coaching calls were awesome that was probably my favorite part of the course that day when I'd listened to the coaching call I was a much much better parent that day I loved it all. I got so much out of it. Like it's the best thing I did. It's not one and done. It's a daily practice every day. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you.